player 2 has joined the game. Hey yo, what's up everybody? Welcome to episode 313 of the Two Player Co-op Podcast. As always, I'm one of your hosts here, Kevin, along with my brother from my mother, Sean. What up, 313? How are you doing? Howdy doody. Howdy doody. (laughs) Now, what you should have done is research what area code 313 is. 313? Yeah. That's Boise, Idaho. (laughs) When I do this, I'm telling the truth. (laughs) I bet Ludacris could tell us. It depends on if he has any. In those area codes. If this is the first time you're ever seeing, hearing, or listening to us, this is the two-player co-op podcast where just about every week two brothers get together to tell you everything you need oh. to know about in the world of video games. If you like that, make sure you like the video, subscribe, share it with your friends, family, and everyone in betwixt. If you only listen on audio services, that's cool too. Just give us a five-star review, thumbs up, or whatever your service allows. Yes, Sean. Detroit. Boise, Idaho. Same thing. So he's probably got some... So that's Kevin Nash. It's Diesel. It's Diesel. Is what? Nash from there too? No, he's yeah. actually from there. Yeah. Oh, he is. Yeah. Oh, I don't know that. So it was Eminem. Mm-hmm. All comes back around. If it was three two three three plus two plus three is eight eight mile Eminem. But it's not. But it will be in ten weeks. This is true. <laughs> If you really like us, you can go to YouTube, <laughs> patreon.com slash two player co-op where you can become a patron. Uh, I'm not going to go through all the stuff anymore, but the most popular tier is the $5 producer tier, which gives you the, you, you can watch the episode live one day early. You get a bonus episode every month and you can watch us record the podcast live on YouTube as we are doing right now. Yes. Since nobody has ever... <clears throat> joined as a $20 thing. I can't imagine why. We should rename it mm-hmm. that tier to be the patron saint of Patreon, yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. But then I guess I thought that was I don't know. Out. I thought that was a lot better than you made it sound. Well, but then yeah, but then it came out of <laughs> your mouth and it was just like you were you turned into Teflandre. <laughs> but no, see I remember Teflandre, the but double that wasn't entendres. until like 6. Double entendres was seen. It was like two. Yeah. Um, some of our patrons deserve a shout out, just like our affiliates. James Solar. Make sure you check out James Games and more on YouTube. I know he posted an update today where he's talking about a new schedule, uh, but go and make sure you check out James on YouTube. As well as Sarah Solar, John Tingley, Derek Bamford, and Mom. Uh, Mom. As well as our producers, Steve Appleton, Aunt Sue, Dustin Downs, and Chris Peralta. Make sure you check out PS Rewind on YouTube as well. If you like cool t-shirts and the like, you can go to teespring.com slash stores slash two-player co-op. I know it's a Zelda shirt, but I think because of the color and the hat <laughs> and the fact that they're color-coordinated, you think you're giving be- me like John Cena vibes. <laughs> Oh my god. I do look like a fruity pebble. I don't know if you were going for it. I was going for it for the color coordination, but I wasn't trying to be Cena. Um John Tinkley had zero interest in the Super Bowl, but he was happy with the outcome. Super Bowl 57 in the books. We are recording this Monday night. Uh the Chiefs came back and beat the Eagles. I was very happy. I was happy, so I went over to Sean's house for the first half. Um, I miss pregnant Rihanna because I don't care about Rihanna. The only song I care about is whatever that song is that sounds like Streets of Rage. 
Do, 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 do. And I don't think she said that one, sang that one. Look, she didn't say you just it. need the jorts. <laughs> and now I've got my fans. Halloween costume. <laughs> <laughs> Zelda, loyalty, respect. Um, I have a deep hate for Eagles fans, too, because Philadelphia. They suck. They're the they worst. They cheered when they thought that Michael Irvin broke his neck back in 99. Um, Sean for a lot of the week was like, I don't know. I don't like either team. I don't know who I'm going to vote for or who I'm going to cheer for. No, no, no. I was. But you were not like, like you said, you're like, I don't really care. Like you weren't like, let's go. But no. then the game started. And oh, no. I like knew. Like, I was all in on Kansas City. I just don't like them. So I'm yeah. like, well, <clears throat> I'm 100% rooting for them in this game. Okay. I still don't like them. But yeah, I got what I wanted. And now I can go back to, I wouldn't say hating, but disliking Kansas City. So what I wonder, because I even went through a phase where I started rooting against MJ. I never liked MJ when he played. Really? Mm-hmm. I mean, he killed my Knicks and everything, but like... I mean, that's why. Knicks and Magic every year, he's just... We beat him the one year, and then and then we had Nick Anderson. Swept. Yeah. Um, it was the first time he played the Jazz. For some reason, I was like, I'm sick of this guy. He thinks he's all smug and self-assured. But then the next final, sorry, Oops. Um, when they when they played the Jazz again, I was all in for MJ. And then he hit that shot, and I was like, my God, are you kidding me? Um, but I have not gotten to that Pushed point. Off. No, he did. Yes, okay, <laughs> I do this. I have not gotten to that point with Mahomes. And what I worry, I don't worry, I wonder if I'm going to get there because I don't hate him nearly I don't hate him at like all Brady I don't hate the Chiefs yeah yeah. anywhere near my level of hate for the Patriots and that may have been more due to living in New England and just well yeah. I'm just like I hate you people um, but no I'm nowhere near there with them <clears throat> if he wins five six rings okay maybe He's the goat. but yeah um, yeah for me it was more like for some reason, even though it's Giants 1, Bills 2 is what I've been for my whole life, for some reason I really like Drew Bledsoe. And when he got hit by Mo Lewis and he almost died, and then Brady comes in, I was like, F this guy from the beginning. And then I was so happy when Brady got hurt. Sorry, I'm not a perfect person. I was happy when Brady got hurt in the AFC Championship against the Steelers. Bledsoe came in. He wins the game. I'm like, yes, now I like the Patriots again. Drew's going to start the Super Bowl. This is going to be awesome. Nope, it's Brady. I'm like, okay, let's go Rams. I was rooting for the Patriots in that game. I was not. And then... Because of Bledsoe. Never again, at least not in the Super Bowl. But, yeah. So where would you rank it? I think this is at least... I'm not going to say it's the best. Now, I do think... They made the right call at the end. Bradbury, former Giant, admitted that he held him. Yeah. But I also think... I think he's just trying to say the right thing and props him for that. But I've never seen anybody actually say that, though. Right. So I'll give him props for saying it. It was a pretty ticky-tack hole. There was somebody I was listening to, though, on sports radio. I can't remember if it was ESPN or Fox Sports or whatever it was. But they were saying, like, if you're a receiver and you're running an out route, when you make that cut, if they grab you – oh, it was Cowherd. That's what it was. That he had people telling him, if they make that cut and you grab them, it's a hold 90% of the time. 
Yeah. Now, I know some people are saying, well, they should have called it all game, whatever. What I didn't like, as much as I like Greg Olson, it really sounded to me like he was saying, yeah, I don't care if it's a hold. You can't call it there. No, that's... No, I hate that whole I thing. I hate that crap. Like, it's I a penalty Greg Olson, or it's he's not. a great analyst, but like, you can't just say, well, because there's two less than two minutes left, you can't blow the whistle. What? No, you can. Was it the right call or not? Letter of the law, I think it was. We know that the Chiefs were going to kick that field goal. Then, yes... Uh, what's his name? Hertz would have had a minute thirty, minute forty left, whatever. And a timeout. But they're not and only made. needing a field goal to tie. But again, their offense is like five yards here, six yards there, eight. Right. Two. Other than that pass to Devontae, yeah. they didn't do anything in the second half. Well, yeah, exactly. And and Mahomes was thirteen out of fourteen, I think. Like Yeah. He had It was a, definitely it was a good game. I thought the ending was a little anticlimactic. But it was still a very good game. The right team won. John Tingley watched Bledsoe's first game when he was on the Cowboys. I loved it when the Bills, oh, the yeah. next season, when the Bills traded for Bledsoe, I was like... <sighs> and then I remember like the next season Those they got... ugly Bills uniforms. I liked them. I did. Well, I think I probably now, did at the time. Yeah. But Looking back yeah. now, I'm like, no, these are the best uniforms they've yeah. ever had. But And then the next year they got Lawyer Malloy. And then the first game of the season, they beat the Patriots 31 nothing. I think. Because Malloy, they, they signed Malloy like a week before the season. And he was like, well, this is what they're going to do. And they just freaking blitzed him. Oh, it was awesome. Um, I would say it's like a top five Super Bowl. I would put it behind both the Giants' most recent Super Bowls yeah. because I'm biased. But also I would say like the even though it didn't, neither of these went the way I wanted it to, New England, Seattle was awesome. Mm-hmm. New England, Atlanta was the craziest thing I've still ever seen in a football game. Mm-hmm. And honestly, so maybe it's top six. That uh, Arizona Pittsburgh Super Bowl. Oh, it was unbelievable. Was amazing. And again, that none of these went the way I want them to, except you know this one. But like, and the Giants obviously. But that Super Bowl, like from that the the James Harrison fumble. For 99, I was like, somebody's going to tackle him. I'm like, oh my God, nobody's going to tackle him? Are you Plus just me? the fact that it was the Cardinals. Like, garbage. Warner like at the very end, like he like, brought back They have all just the been magic like bad and irrelevant for ever. like decades. And then all of a sudden they're in the Super Bowl playing like one of the Blue the Bloods Steelers, and whatever. Yeah. And it's like, and then they had the lead there at the end. And then, oh yeah, that was unbelievable. And I but yeah, it seems like a lot of the good games don't go the way I wanted them right. to. I think Warner, did he set the record in that Super Bowl for passing yards, or am I crazy? I feel I like he threw for like 500 like yards or something. Maybe. There, he then, set some kind of record. Yeah. I don't know if it was yards or... Then Santonio San Holmes makes that catch, which I still... Yeah. When he caught it, I was like, that's not a touchdown. One replay, I was like, oh, God. Yeah. But yeah, I was happy with the result. I hate that there's no football. Oh, the XFL does start next weekend, and then the USFL is April. Is XFL over by then? Or are they in yeah. a... They're, they're spacing everything out, so it's just football nonstop. XFL starts and ends within, like, within two months? two and a half months, I think, yeah. Wow. I mean, wow. they've got, like, three teams, so, like... Yeah. Somebody gets a bye week every week, I don't know. Um, we should go to a showboats game, though, for the USFL. I'd be down, yeah. Okay. Um, they got... I don't know if he's starting, but Brady Manzo, White is uh, QB. Really? Well, that's cool. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Super Bowl Fifty Seven. It's over. It sucks. I hate it, but I'm happy. <laughs> but it was but the I'm best game ever. Sad. It was. Awesome. But it sucked. I, I do think so. 
like I was talking to dad because we brought them a king cake before we got Eliza from dance class. And he was like, what did you think about that last call? I was like, this is going to take a half hour and I got to get Eliza. But I was like, same thing I said to you. It was holding. I was happy. Anybody that says you can't call it at that point in the game is wrong. Yeah. But he was like, yeah, but I'm like, okay, I know what you're going to say. They didn't call it all game. But yeah, I'm like, well, I, I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. Now no more football. No more football. Well, I mean, no more real football. Well, yeah. Last of Us, episode five. Let's talk this. No spoilers. This. Okay. I love Jeremy Johns. I talk about him a lot when it comes to reviews and stuff. He basically put all of my thoughts of The Last of Us Part Two into his spoiler video about it. Um, he's the only person I've seen that was like, eh, this episode wasn't that great. Oh, it was my favorite episode. I think it's I don't know that best. it's the best, but it's my, it was favorite. my favorite. I mean, three is going to win all the Emmys and everything, but like... My only complaint, maybe, even though it was game accurate for the most part, I thought it was a little over the top and borderline cheesy when like the van like <clears throat> falls into the hole. I mean, it was cool seeing well, sorry, no spoilers, but it was cool seeing what happened. Well, but that's been shown in every trailer and No, I know, so but it's almost like and I know everything's already been shot and whatever. But it's like it almost sounds like it's just I'm not saying it was, but it almost seemed like it was just to appease <clears throat> the people being like oh, this show sucks. It's like a zombie show, but there's no zombies. And you're like, but that's not what it's supposed to be. I, I don't know. I thought that was maybe a little, not over the top. It was cool. Maybe a little. Because of the, the quantity. It just seems right. so out of place for the rest of the show, I guess. But that being said, uh, my favorite episode uh, was awesome. Well, but that's been um, everywhere. I'm, I'm going to say it. I don't even care. We finally see a bloater. 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 Two episodes after it should have been, but that is a six foot six dude. That is a real Did you see that? dude. We're in like an 80 pound. 80 pounds. Yeah. Yes. 80 pound suit of prosthetics going. Calliope. <laughs> um, I liked how, and you should listen to that podcast. I know I text you a lot of stuff they say on there, but like the official podcast, when they were talking about. You know, they obviously they changed the sniper setup from the game. Yeah. But they're like in the game you're going through and there's like these guys you gotta duck and kill and everything. The sniper's really good. And they're like, how can we just make this because you can't just have shootouts like you do in the game. It's just boring to watch. Everything. Right. Yeah. So that's why they made the changes they did, that's all I'll say. Um but that moment when Joel gets up there and he's like, Please don't please, please, please don't, don't do make this. me do this. He's like, Come on, man. But, like, they were saying their interpretation was that guy was like, I've seen everything. Like, he's 80 years old, so he's been in this for 20 years, but he had 60 years of normal life. And he's just like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. Yeah. So, of course, it's, you know, suicide. Like that, I like the change they did with Sam. with Sam. I thought that was, like, it just it was perfect. Henry and Sam both were, like, awesome. I I'm not ready to say this is the best show ever. But I think if it's not when all is said and done, regardless of what you think about part two, if this is not the best show ever, it's probably just because it's, it's too short. Well, no, I was going to say because it's too short. Yeah. And I don't think the pacing's off. Like 
<clears throat> they probably could have made it longer, but like you've got the source material, you've got what you've got, and that's what you're making into a show. So you're kind of handcuffed. But I'm like, I want like seven or eight seasons of this. And if you just spread it out that far, it wouldn't be as good. I get it, but well, but it's unbelievable. But you could do something with this if you wanted to to go outside the games where. I think we've talked about this a million times and lots of people have that like there's other stuff going on in the world. Like we've seen that with Jakarta and everything, but there's other stuff going on that you could tell. There's so many stories you could tell in this world yeah. that are outside of Joel and Ellie. And I think you could do that really. I mean, Craig Mazin and Neil Druckmann. I trust them, you know, yeah. well, maybe not Neil because of part two, but um, oh God, Th this episode was perfect. Like you said, the, the changes with Sam at first, I was like, hmm. But then it almost made... So Henry is Sam's brother. But he's obviously... He almost looks at him as a kid. Like the father, yeah. Obviously, Joel has had his issues in the past. Now he's got Ellie, who he looks at as a kid. But then you've almost got... The way they did this, Ellie almost looks at... Because of... They also made him younger in this. And because of the... the the disability that he has, it's almost like Ellie kind of looks at him as her kid is what I thought. And I was like, it's almost like you've got this relationship. I think it's more, I mean, I get what you're saying, but to me, it's just like little sibling. Like that's my little brother. And you know, yeah. But everything they did, like, again, as I said, last week, last week was the first time I was like, okay, this is Ellie this week too. What, what they did when, when Sam reveals to Ellie what happens in the game and she's like, I can fix this. I did not see that coming. And I was like, Oh my God, this is even more heartbreaking. If I go back through my text messages to you, like that was like the last half hour was like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Like when she just, you know, mm. and like, okay, I'm supposed to be who I am. I can fix this. And she can't. And then she wakes up in the morning and what they were saying, I need to go back and watch it again. When she wakes up in the morning, because obviously Sam is the way he is. But in the morning, Ellie wakes up and she says, Sam, are you okay? And he turns and looks at her. Yeah. Indicating that what's happened has also kind of some stuff. And yeah. I'm like, oh my God. And then <clears throat> when Henry and Joel, like, man... Some people also, I, uh, I saw that they were hoping that we were actually going to get some more backstory on Ish and all that, because all they did was hint at it in the in the actual game, and you can find the notes and everything, and then you find the underground bunker and all this. Um, yeah, it was just... Hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was like, Ish! Ish! Okay. But I wasn't like, oh man, how dare you not get... Right. Again, they, they could have made this 25, 30 episodes, but then... I don't know. I, I thought it was easily my favorite episode so far. Yeah. Um, and we've got a big jump coming in the next one, I think. Because we're, yeah, we're running out. Of, I feel like we're saying this every week. We're running out of time. Four episodes left. Yeah. And we know apparently what episode seven is. Yeah. Which I don't know how they're going to do that for a whole episode, but... I don't know. I'm. I still continue to be. I, I do think at the end of this, I'm probably going to say this is better. And I'm saying this in complete, like, without sarcasm or anything. I think this is better than Castlevania. Yeah. And 
what about what I mean by that is the best video game adaptation ever because Castlevania. Well, this Netflix, game was just meant like yes. this should have been. I mean, they're killing it, but it also just kind of seems like how could you not like yeah. here you go <laughs> silver platter just make this and they took that and made some changes and i think for the i don't think part, there's been a single change they've made where i'm like uh what they do like no i they've nailed some of the changes maybe didn't need to happen but they were still great some people didn't like kathleen even being a thing i was like i think it was really cool Everything but the build-up in the fourth episode. Yeah, you can't just have no-name, just bad guys. Just oh, this episode is just a bunch of people going pew, 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 trying to kill it. Like you got to give them a story. You've got to like exactly. So. Like the the whole point, like Neil keeps saying, is like in the game. Obviously, we're just focused on Joel and Ellie because you control Joel and Ellie. There's nothing outside of that because it's their point of view the whole time. Whereas in this, it's like. I, I didn't have a problem with Kathleen. I liked her. It's like so weird because it's like she's a kindergarten teacher, but then also she's ruthless, mm-hmm. you know? And man. And again, it's as much as you hate it. It's also more of just like they're planting the seeds and just kind of saying, you know, there's two sides to every story. You find out why she's oh, the way me, she I is. See what Neil's doing. And, oh, yeah. Trust me, you know what? Ellie kills dogs and Abby pets them. Yeah. <clears throat> Abby also has a sex scene for some reason with her boyfriend. I was like, oh, God. Ah. <laughs> uh. um, but yeah, I'm... I think what I want to do for our uh, March Patreon episode is a spoiler cast for this because it'll be done by then. We can do it. Because we're we're holding back so much, but like yeah, yeah, that's what I want to do. Mm. All right, Sean. So, do we want to talk about this stuff now, or should we wait till we get to it? In no, the- let's talk about it now. Yeah. Is there anything else you've played? I've done a little bit more Dead Space. Um, so, are you going for it? I don't know. I mean, I'd still like to, but I've kind of fallen out because of some other stuff. We got PSVR two coming hopefully next yep. week. So I'm like, I still oh, I want to, too, but yeah. But again, give me the shipping. Date. Yeah, nothing's yeah. changed. Um, I'm still pushing forward with it. I think I can do it, but I don't know. <clears throat> um, let's do the other one first. So, Sea of Stars. I can't wait to hear your thoughts. I didn't even know you played it. Yep. I love it a lot i like that the i'm shocked you played it I overworld thought you would just wait. well i was waiting hoping there would also be a ps5 demo and then i'm like ah, screw it i don't care i'll just play it on the switch okay um i like that like the the not the overworld but like the i don't know the world like it's like Crusader Ascenti. It's kind of like platforming. Like there's different. I don't know. I like the way it's set up. Oh, sorry. No, I meant the actual overworld. No, yeah, I the said overworld, but like, not the overworld. But the I guess. overworld was that not like Crusader Ascenti? It's like you well, go along this path. It kind of, but it's it's also just it's Chrono Trigger. Oh, like, okay. It's Chrono Trigger. Okay. Um, I didn't beat it. I died, and then I'm like, all right, I'm I'm good enough. Like I've experienced it. Whatever. I don't know. It seems very difficult. 
And I was curious if you were even going to play it and if you did, how you did. But like, I died. I got, I think, pretty far. But then I died and I'm like, whatever, I'm done. But like, there's like the little icons that show up over the enemies. And I mm-hmm. think you're supposed to use those things. And if you knock them all out, it either kills them or stuns them or makes them weaker or but does they something. Like countdowns or something? Well, then there's the countdown. And, and I don't that's know all if I've that's. Seen. So I didn't play a lot, but. Okay. There's enemies, once you're out of that first part, like the cliffs or yep. whatever, when you're into the next area. Like in the dungeon? Yeah. Okay. It's like a cave kind of thing. Yeah. There are enemies that seem like they should just be little peons, just whatever, and they take forever to kill. And I don't know if I'm missing something. I don't know. I, it maybe it has something to do with the icons and like the way you're supposed to attack. I'm like, ooh, sword, sword, hammer, and swoosh looking thing. So should I make sure that I hit them with those four? Like, and I tried to kind of do that a little bit, but I didn't focus on it. But like these stupid, th- and that's when I ended up dying. I didn't die to a boss or anything. I just yeah. died in like a normal fight. And so I don't know. Um, I like it a lot. I'm really looking forward to the actual game when you can just kind of start from the beginning and everything just kind of ramps up. You have a chance to learn the mechanics and go through tutorials and all that. It's exactly what I hoped it would be the 20, 30 minutes that I experienced of it. Yeah, I think I only probably played for like a half hour. Um I was not as confused as I was when I did the Octopath 1 demo, where I was like, I don't know, this guy just keeps kicking my ass. I don't know what's happening. This was all very turn-based. There was no, there was nothing active. It wasn't like, I got to do something quick and then do this. Right, yeah. But then, like, I got to one of the battles in that dungeon thing in the cave, and they, like, attacked my fat boy, Barney Rubble guy the healer guy, whatever. Also, I loved the, I don't know that this game will end up being as funny as the messenger was, but I can tell even when you go into that, there's some tavern like lighthearted moment and yeah. stuff. And this guy's like, yo, and it's like, <laughs> boom, 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 you know, like it's funny. Um, but no, like, so my guy, I was fighting three, like you said, little peons or something and attack this guy. And then they go from like two to one. So now I get to go again. So I attack with my second person, boom. And then they go to zero and it's like, okay, so now they attack and they attack my dude. And he's like really low on HP now. So then it's his turn. So I go and I go heal or whatever I did. I thought I was going to heal everybody, but it was just like the two other people. And then it goes back to the other peon and then he kills him. And I was like, what the hell? And then I ended up like with, I think I got oh because you can do the thing where you like hold R two or something to like soak to, up the things and charge up your next attack. So I did that. Boom! Killed one guy, and then I got to go again with my second person. There was other stars or whatever that I grabbed from the sea, and I went boom, killed him, and then he comes back to life with like ten HP or something. I don't know. That's the other thing I don't know, and it didn't seem like they explained it, but like usually if somebody dies. They're either dead until you win the battle, and then the next battle they come back to life, but only one health, or they're dead forever until you use Phoenix down or whatever. And in this, it's like, oh, they're dead. <laughs> one turn goes by, I'm back. And I'm like, why? Why are you back? Like, I'm glad you're back, but did I do that? Like, is that just? So there's just a lot of things I don't really understand about it. That I know there's like, if you pause it, you can go to like 
how to play. There's like some kind of tips and stuff you can go through, which admittedly I didn't do. So okay. maybe that's all explained there. But so there's like, one, I, I didn't read, there, there was a lot, but I got to a thing that said like, if you attack, it, it was something like if you, so you have to push the button to attack, mm-hmm. but then it made it seem like if you actually push the button again, right when they go, boom, you'll do more damage. But I was like, okay, my guy's going to attack, and then I hit the button. I'm like, but I don't know if I did it right. I don't know what the damage would have been if I didn't do this. And I'm like, well, now I feel like I should just skip turns to go back and just do it normal and see if I get more damage. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But the game is just beautiful. Some of the music... So when you, whenever you attack, I think whenever you attack with like a normal attack, you get MP back every time. Uh, and I'm not sure that if you time it right... I can't remember if it does more damage or if you just get more MP. I don't really know. I, I think they did explain that. Or maybe they didn't. Maybe they just said, hey, you did. can do it. These timed attacks. But I don't know if they ever said what the benefit was. But I don't know. I mean, I've seen enough of it to know that I'm 100% in when this game comes out. I want to be in. Um, I did also download the demo for Octopath 2. But I was like, I'm not going to do this. I want to play the other game a little bit more. And I have not. It's just been, I've been so busy. My wife was out of town this weekend and I did not get to play as much as I would have liked to, but it is what it is. Um, But this game, like, it's like the pixel art is amazing. The writing is great. I don't know what the story is, but I want to just go talk. I like when I'm walking through the village, I'm just like, click, click. click. I want to talk to everybody. Like. It, it seems so cool, and I like how it's kind of like... It's not that it's at... Uh, oh, God, what's it called? If it's at an angle... Um, isometric. Yeah, it's it looks isometric, but it's not... I mean, you can go up and... like yeah. It just looks so good, and... I just don't know how to play turn-based games. I just don't, like... Yeah. I feel like maybe if I get this, and like you said, if I start from the beginning, and I'm like, okay... I'm going to fight these little Goombas, whatever, and I can just slash them once. Okay, I get some XP, boom, whatever. I can talk to people. I can buy stuff. I can do whatever. Maybe I'll get the hang of it, but, like, I don't know. I kind of feel like I'm going to end up getting this game, but I could also see myself buying it and then, like, a half hour in just being like, I I, I, I'm I think stupid. if you started it from the beginning, because I don't... Oh, no, I also did the Octopath demo, the first one. Okay. And I feel like I kind of struggled with it, but I immediately knew what your problem was. Yeah. But when I actually played the game, I didn't really, I'm not saying I never died. I probably did. But like, it just seems, I feel like these types of games, especially you need to play from the beginning to just really, especially you that does not really play turn-based game. Like, I think you should give it a try. I'm guessing it's, $30, $40 $30, game. I think it'll be worth it. I mean, it's definitely worth it for me. Right. I think you would like it. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, John put five hours into Octopath 2. So I assume you mean the demo. Wow. Again, I did download it. I, I kind of just want to play it, just look at it because I it's still beautiful. like the, yeah. the HD 2D stuff or 2D HD, whatever they're calling it, is just, God, it's beautiful. Um, I don't know. Like, I've. I've purchased Final Fantasy VI on my Vita. I, you know, I borked the save after like 20 minutes. I was like, well, that's too far. I'm, I'm done. I'm never going to play it again. I got Final Fantasy VII. Maybe I'll do a Let's Play series. Um, and then this. I think this would be the third 
turn-based RPG ever that I've purchased if I get it. Yeah. So, I think you're much more likely to get into a game like that than say as much as I loved it, Dragon Quest 11. Yeah. Like, I think you're way more likely just because it's probably much more simple, straightforward, plus like just it looks it's pixel so it just kind of tricks your brain into yep. thinking it's more yep. simple even if maybe it's not um i think you should get it but we'll see um and again we're going to spoil some of the news here but we have to talk about what we have both played and it's something that i feel like we have both been predicting probably since we first did predictions on this podcast that it would happen sounds about at right at least since 2017 maybe not 2016 because the nx was still just the nx um but Metroid Prime Remastered is actually here and it's actually a thing. And again, I have not played it as much as I would have liked to. I probably played it for an hour, I think. Oh, okay. So you're not very far. So I'll give my thoughts first because I definitely want to hear what you have to say. First of all, I don't remember much about the first one, but I feel like they nailed it with just updating it to feel like I mean, it's beautiful. I'm not even talking about that. But just, yeah. like, playing, like, a current game. Like, I don't... I'm trying to think of back then... Obviously, you couldn't just, like, free aim. I think you had to, like, stop, had to stop and, and hold the yeah, button I was to, DMing, like... J- James was DMing me because I was like, wait, they didn't have twin stick controls? Like, right. It was very... I mean, at the time, it was fine. I mean, I loved had. it. Yeah. yeah we just we were stupid. We didn't know any better. Yeah. So I think they nailed that. I don't know if... I feel like I complain about this all the time. I don't know if it's my TV. I don't know if it's HDR. There are parts of this game that are so dark. When you're going through the little hallways and stuff. Yeah, like I feel like I should just be able to shoot my gun. (laughs) You know, Samus' gun. With her six Um, And it should like light up. It doesn't do that. I mean, it shows it, but it doesn't light up your surroundings. Yeah. I don't have a flashlight, and I'm just like, I, I don't know where to go. And I'm like, I don't know. Let me turn into a ball. Oh, well, once you're in a ball, you can kind of see things a little better. And look at that. There's a hole for me to roll into. Okay, well, that makes perfect sense. I don't know why things are so dark in some of the areas, but it is what it is. Um, and then in the most... Nintendo oh no move ever oh no the map okay I think 3D maps are hard to do Jedi Fallen Order I mean it's just if you don't have a 3D map where you have like discrete levels where you can just do 2D maps you know 3D maps are kind of hard to do all things considered I think Metroid Prime does maps very well Okay, that's what I was going to say. So I don't know where you're going now. But. Oh, no. Why? Unless this is something you can change in the options. For the love of God, why does this move? Oh, yeah. And this I, I aims. move the map. And yeah. then you go to the map, and now this rotates, yes. and this pans. Like, just flip. Why does it have to be the complete opposite of how of you how control you the normal the game? game? Yeah. And then you go to the map. Well, now this one's going to rotate and this one's going to move around. It okay. drives me nuts and it makes it so hard just to like, I'm it so drives glad. me nuts. But as far as just the visualizing of it and stuff, I think 
it's a pretty solid map. It's I just, way better. Why than aren't the two yeah. sticks reversed? It's the stupidest thing, Dude. and it's so, it's so Nintendo, and I hate it. The first time I went into the map, I was like, okay, let move around. Oh, yeah. This. What is happening? I need today? to like stop and pause yeah. and be like. Okay, I want to do... Okay, so it's going to be backward. Okay, so I want to do... There we go. Okay, now I'm oriented. But then I pushed a button, and it looked like it was like a Metroid map from Super Metroid. I was like, I don't know how this happened. This is weird. Exit. Just go. Okay. Oh, you zoomed out to, like, the world. So you yeah. see, like, the different areas. But then I did that again, and it was not just the, like, the rectangle map. It, it looked like it was Fall Guys. It was, like, the level where you're like... Oh, that's what I was talking about. No, this was, like, a side-by-side. Side. This was, like, a 2D You must side. have just rotated it so that... Perfectly, that when I hit the button, it was just like maybe Metroid. yeah i don't know but um unfortunately and i'm further than you oh no i'm probably two two and a half hours in i don't know i did well i think we literally just talked about this last week or maybe two weeks ago i did what i do and i only played today for like maybe an hour 45 minutes an hour but i felt like i did a lot and then I died, and I hadn't saved, and now I'm just like, I'm done. I mean, I'm sure I'll go back, but I'm just so annoyed. I know exactly where to go, what to do. I found a couple missile packs and stuff that now I got to remember what I did to get them, and I'm just like, I beat a boss, mm. and I'm just so annoyed. Even though I only played for like 45 minutes, maybe an hour, I could probably redo everything I did in about a half hour now because I know exactly where to go. Still, you got to do it again. But I got to do it again, and I'm just, I don't want to. I will, but I'm just so, and it's my fault. But I had like 40 or 50 health, and then I got hit by something, and I was dead. I'm like, well, that was pretty strong. So, I don't know. All things considered, I love it. I forgot how good it was. They nailed it with just bringing the controls into the, I mean, it was already the 21st century, but into the, I don't know this decade um they nailed it i mean kudos to nintendo um i think it's it looks beautiful it plays perfect and i will say out of ugh, this is a hot take and i'm gonna say it but i don't know that i fully agree with it out of all the games that have gone from 2d to 3d it works better in metroid than any of the other ones mario yes castlevania yes zelda i'm just a little jaded because i've fallen off of breath of the wild so much and then skyward sword like whatever obviously ocarina is one of my favorite if not my favorite games yes. of all time zelda works in theory totally fine in 3d but like metroid I feel like it doesn't... It still feels like Metroid, which I guess is... I mean, and Zelda does too. Mario doesn't. I guess that's what I'm getting at. Mario doesn't feel like Mario when yeah, it's 3D. I agree, yeah. Something like Castlevania doesn't feel like Castlevania when it's in 3D. There's a lot of games that it just doesn't really work. Metroid, it works, and it works better than I remembered. I absolutely love it. So I've never played Prime before. I've never even touched it. Um, one of the things that surprised me 
coming off of your point there is how well the jumping works in this. I mm-hmm. was like, how do you jump in first? Per-? Like, especially I can't imagine playing this 20 years ago. And it's like, this is the first time you're ever jumping in first person. Maybe like when you're not, not jumping, but like plat. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it works well. It, I did turn off. So I went in the settings. I was like, what can you do? You know how you've got the, you've got all the, the, the HUD on the screen, but then I just got, turned it off. I, I, I turned the, off the helmet. I made everything I like transparent. I'm just like, HUD on. and I like it a lot better, but yeah. But like when I got out of the intro area and I get to the, to Talon four and I'm walking around, I was like, man, I feel like this is like halo. And I mean, halo back in the day, which is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Like this just looks so cool. And then like, It's frustrating, but in a good way that I'm like, I'm walking around here and I see, first off, you lose all your powers because it's a Metroid game. But then like I see over here, I'm like, oh, there's a missile pack up there and there's this tunnel thing that I need to go through. I'm like, like, okay, I push Y. <laughs> oh crap, I don't have the morph ball. Okay, yeah. so I find the morph ball. I finally get, and I was like, okay, let me shoot a rocket at this guy. Nope, no rockets. Okay, whatever. I got to go kill these wasp things that are like flying around. I'm like, I don't know if I'm doing this right, but I'm like spinning around like, whoa, brr, brr, stop spinning finally killed it did you know thing in the mouth what no apparently not um if you do l2 yeah like lock on okay yeah but they're they're going when they're flying around well whenever oh okay yeah i guess when they're but yeah if there's a bunch of things i'm just like okay i'm just making sure you knew you could lock on yeah yeah um but then i get that and it is so weird so i've done the opposite of you i've gone back to that like I think I've only seen two save stations, and as I'm starting to explore and everything, I've gone back to the the second save station like three or four times because I'm I'm scared to death. It doesn't seem like there's going to be a lot of save stations. I don't know. There aren't as many. It's not like I kept passing saves and like nah. Okay. Like, well then that terrifies. Me. I feel like I there was one that I saw that I'm like ah whatever I'm fine, and you were they not. came back to bite me. But yeah, it's not like I was passing them all the time, and I was like nah nah. Nah, nah, but so yes, save often. I would say save any, at the very least, save anytime you go buy one. Yeah. And maybe go out of your way to find them beyond that. Yeah. Um, the controls work well. I feel, so I had to turn down the sensitivity on the right stick because I was like trying to, when you've got the little things that are going through like the hallway and they're like, yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm, <laughs> so I had to turn that down. Um, I haven't got to a boss yet. It was just the the thing in the intro. Yeah. Um, it it when I landed on Talon Four, again I had the whole thing like this feels like Halo in the in a good way. But then I'm walking around as Samus and I'm just like whatever, okay, whatever. And then all of a sudden I look up, and the rain is like going, and it's going down the visor, and I'm like, whoa, did it do that twenty years ago? Because I don't know if it did. That I don't remember. I probably, but it probably didn't look as good. But there, there's something about this that I'm like, I kind of get it now. Like I, I can get how Metroid works in first person. Yeah. Which I've always been like, I want to play this game because I've never played it, but I don't know how it works. And even the the hour or so that I've played so far, I'm like, this definitely works. My my goal is to now. James was telling me it's only like a ten hour game, and you could probably hundred yeah, percent it in like twelve hours or something yeah. like that. I think so. I should be able to get this done. I'm not going back to Dead Space now. I love that game, but I'm like this. I've got to. 
I'm putting all my time into this now until I get the PSVR 2. I want to play through this game all the way. I'm not going to try to 100% it. James, thank you for your Let's Plays. I just, I don't, I only have so much time and I want to, I just, I'm so happy that this game finally exists. Mm-hmm. Um, I tell you one thing it's done, like, I really want Metroid Prime 4 yeah. and I have for a while. Now I really, really, really want it. Like I wanted it just because I'm like, I always want more Metroid, but now that I remember how good prime is, I, I Metroid prime four is maybe assuming it's still happening, which I think it is. Yeah. It's maybe my most anticipated, not yet revealed game. Yeah. John says in the chat, yes, there was rain and bug guts on the visor in the original release. Okay. Well, that's crazy. Um, this game is just so cool. Again, like I'm almost like, like I texted Sean, I was like, should I just go back and start this again on casual? Because I'm not good at video games. And you're like, it's not that hard, whatever. And I'm, I'm, I have not died yet, um, but I haven't really done anything except those stupid wasps that were flying around my head so I could get the morph ball. Um, I just love this game. If, when we finally see Metroid Prime 4, if it looks like this game, I'm going to be like, th this game doesn't look like a GameCube game that was just like, you know, let's make it look a little bit better. Right. I, I think this game looks awesome. They And I think yeah. this game looks like everyone who played it back in the day, this is how you were, we it, thought it looked. Yeah. It's like the 3DS version of Ocarina of Time is how you thought the N64 game looked and the same yeah. with Majora and stuff like that. Mario 64, oh wait, no, it's still just... <laughs> stupid arms um i again i was running around everywhere this weekend my wife was out of town so i did not get to play this game as much as i wanted to but now that she's back and the super bowl's done like i want to go so hardcore on this game over the next week until psvr 2 comes out and i'm just so happy it's finally i'm also happy it's only 40 dollars. thank you nintendo for not charging 60 bucks for this because that's yeah. what i assumed they would have done um, John, I know John said he was disappointed that it was only the first game. Um, we didn't get two and three, but I think the first game is the best, right? I think of it that way. Okay. I don't know if that's the popular opinion. It very well may be, but I think it's the best. Yeah. It feels the most like Metroid, like two and three, like Ocarina is Zelda. Yeah. I feel like this is Ocarina and two and three are like Majora and uh, Majora two. Like there's something about it just like the whole, the, this just feels like Metroid. And I don't remember much about the other ones, but they do the whole thing. I almost want to say they both have like a dark Samus. Yeah. I know the third, the third one, one does. Yeah. I want to say the second one maybe did too, but like, it just feels I feel like two and three both feel like those like kind of weird Zelda games where it's not high rule. There's no Gan. It's that kind of Yeah. That's how I think of it. So yeah, I think of the first one as being the best, but So John asks, Do you want Metroid Prime four on the stinky switch or would you see it or would you like to see it on the Switch successor? I want it on the stinky switch because I don't know that I'm going to buy this. That's machine. what I'm saying. Like it's a first party machine for me. Like I'll get the new switch probably, 
when there's a game on it that I have to play. I'm not going to get it just to get it and then wait for the game. Like, I don't know. When Breath of the Wild 3 comes out, or Prime 5, maybe I'll get the Switch 2. But I'm not... It's not a day one thing for me. But again, the crazy thing is I pre-ordered... I mean, it doesn't even... I mean, right? we don't know anything about it. We don't even know... I mean, something is coming. Will it be a Switch 2? Will it be something totally different? I don't know. But unless it blows my mind... I don't see the next Nintendo console being a day one purchase for me. Yeah, it's some people were saying that um, I completely lost it. Damn it. Shit. Um, I want it on the stinky switch is what I want. Yeah. Oh, that's what it was. A lot of people were saying that the reason that this remaster took so long to come out was because it was retro studios that actually did this. Retro, of course, did Prime in the past and everything. They're the ones, when it got rebooted, they're working on Prime 4. A lot of people are saying that, obviously, 20 years ago, a lot of the people there were not there when Prime 1 came out. So now, they had them do this remaster so they can get everything together and how Metroid works and everything so they can get ready to really ramp up on Prime 4. What that means is it's probably not coming out for another three years or something. But um, that's what some people were saying, so I'm glad I freaking remembered what the hell I was saying. Um, but I do want it on the stinky switch because again, if Metroid Prime 4 just looked like like if Metroid Prime Remastered didn't come out and they did a trailer for 4 and it looked just like this, I'd be like oh hell yeah, this looks awesome mm -hmm. let's go. It's a switch, I know it can only do what it can do, so yes I'm fine with it on the stinky switch, I just I want Prime 4 and I have no idea what the hell happens in 2 and 3 Corruption I don't even, Echoes I mean, or Echoes I don't remember either. Corruption do you know? Echoes was two. Okay, so Corruption was three. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I love it. I'm going to beat it this week. I'm so happy it's finally here. Um, but yeah. Yep. Anything else? No, I think that's it. Sean, you want to get news of the week? Let's do it. All right, Sean. Here we go. Nintendo Direct. Uh, because Nintendo likes their fans and Sony does not. When are we ever going to get a state of play? Hmm, maybe we'll talk about it in the wrap-up. We shall see. Uh, the Nintendo Direct announced the day before it happened. It happened last Wednesday. And when this kicked off... I don't know why I said it like that. Woof. When it kicked off and I saw this spaceship thing, for a second I was like, holy shit, it's Odyssey 2, is what I thought. Yeah. What did you think? Do you know Pikmin... I don't know anything about Pikmin. Okay. I played one of them. It's not for me. I can't remember. I don't think I thought Odyssey. But when they showed it, what did I? There's something that I was like, huh? and I was like, oh, never mind. I don't think it was Odyssey. But there was something that I got my hopes up for, and then it turned out to be Pikmin. I'm like, yeah, okay. For me, it was Odyssey 2. I don't know why, because when I went back and I was like, wait a minute, I looked back at like what, what the ship was that Mario, it didn't look anything like that. This was like a satellite thing. And once I know, once I saw it was Pikmin, I was like, okay, skip, 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 because <laughs> I didn't watch it live because I had life going on. Um, but yeah, Pikmin 4 got a release date officially July 21st. I can't remember if we knew that already or they had just said 2023, but then they did like some kind of tease at the end of the trailer that there's some kind of DLC coming, of course, because Nintendo's all about the DLC now. Um, I know James is excited for that, and I'm excited for people that are Pikmin fans. Um, I just wouldn't even... I don't know how to play turn-based games. I could not play a Pikmin game. I would just be like... Nah. 
That'd be like Coach Z. Or no, that's Hamsar. <laughs> this okay, so this direct before we get into everything, there were some high highs and there were some low lows. Yes. I do think there's something for everyone in this direct. I do think it's weird where Nintendo is at in the life cycle of the Switch right now. Mm-hmm. Because I don't really know speaking of the last question about prime four and everything, I really don't know what we're going to get new after breath of wild two is where I'm at. I've got to believe we get a second 3d Mario. Yeah. I assume it's odyssey two, but like, but then I also don't think we're too far off from whatever the next system is. Right. Well, I mean the switch didn't have a Mario title at launch. It just but it seems came out like that year. It would be weird to have a Mario kind of swan song for the Switch. Well, we know we're and not going to get around, another Zelda right. for like four or five years. But it will be weird to then... It will be weird to have another one come out not long after that as more or less a launch title for the new thing. But it would also be weird to not have another Mario game yeah. for three or four years into the new system. So, I don't know. That, that's the thing like Mario Odyssey came out in 2017 the same year the Breath of Wild came out we're now six years we've got Breath of Wild 2 we got Tears of the Kingdom coming out we have wow. not seen one whiff there's a Mario movie coming out and we have not seen one single frame of a new Mario game that's true <clears throat> alright so with all that being said let's run through this uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 3 is getting an expansion pass it's out February 15th People were excited for this game, and I was like, I don't know what's happening, but Samba de Amigo Party Central is coming out in the summer. It's some kind of rhythm game. Yeah. Again. Then it picked up a little bit with Dead Cells Return to Castlevania coming out March 6th. So from what I've heard about this is like you don't have to... Whatever they're doing with this DLC, and again, Dead Cells has gotten a lot of DLCs in the past... To get to this content, you're not. It's not like you got to beat Dead Cells or you got to play it for five. Whatever, like right. they're going to make it easy to get to this. But like, I don't know what that means. But I know just watching this, I was like, oh my god! And like the 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 remix music and everything, I'm like, the music's perfect. Konami's not dead. Konami just they they can't be the dev and the publisher anymore. They've got some of the best IP in the world. They clearly know how to partner with the right people now, I think, to get everything out of that IP that they can. And I am so excited for this. March 6th. It's two and a half weeks before, you know, uh, RE4 comes out. But how excited are you? You've never played Dead Cells. Yes, I have. I played on Game Pass. Really? Yeah. I got it on PS4. So you're going to play this when it comes out? Depending on how much it costs, yeah. It's not free. I don't know how much it is. I, I know it's up for pre-order now. I assume it's oh, 20 bucks or something. I assume but. it was free. Well, because Dead Cells, you can get... With all the other stuff, I think you just kind of get lucky on one of your runs and you find, like, the shovel weapon. So you can do Shovel Knight. Or you'll find the nail from Hollow Knight. And you, like, so I assume... You'll get the whip. You you'll just find the, the whip. Killer, yeah. And then, okay, now you're kind of in Castlevania mode whatever but those are all i assume free because it seems like there's been so many of them 
unless they released a bunch of them as a package like hey here's some paid dlc where you get hollow knight and shovel knight and uh, blasphemous i think was one of them and this and that like i just assumed because i never played dead cells before like a couple months ago but i just assumed these were like little mini hey here's some hollow knight content here's some shovel knight content here's blast so i assume this is just another like hey now we're adding some castlevania stuff but 10 bucks i mean that's not bad that's not bad that tells me it's probably a more sizable yeah it's not just you can get the whip and you might run into dracula like it seems it, it like seems it's, like it's almost its own game inside a game it's not just something that changes the gameplay in a run of dead cells right but yeah. again i, I kind of want to wait till it's out and see people review it and let's plays and stuff but what i've seen from the trailers it looks it looks awesome yeah uh, next up, Fashion Dreamer is coming out in 2023. I cannot wait for this. This game. is when I'm like, what the hell? You. This is the kind of stuff, like. <sighs> there's a lot. I'll do it later. But there's something about Nintendo games where I'm not saying all these games look alike. But a they all basically them. seem like they're the same game. Even if they have nothing in common. I put Samba de Amigo in the same category as Fashion Dreamer. And uh, what else is Harmony it? the Fall of Reverie. Yes, that and Katamari Reroll. That like was all the these just thing. weird games. I just lumped them all together. Yeah. Even though they have nothing to do with one another, yeah. in my mind, they're all the same. And I'm like, I I could not care less and that's and also i'm 90 of what nintendo does now it seems like well next up is ghost trick phantom detective coming out summer also to playstation xbox and steam people were happy about this i think it was an existing ip i don't really know but that's coming out tron identity is coming out in april deca police from level five was announced for to be coming out this year and people were happy level five is a good developer deca i think deca might have been a thing before deca police but i don't really know um splatoon 3 why is this game a thing like why is overwatch 2 a thing i don't know but the expansion pass got a trailer's coming out in spring and they showed like a incopolis whatever they like dark story-based weird part of the dlc as well this was the first game that is not one of the big hitters that i was excited for and i've never seen this before i don't know if it's been announced and i missed it but disney illusion island is coming out july 28th this looks freaking cool this is like, obviously, based on the name, it's like Castle of Illusion. Right. But it's four-player. You can play four-player co-op. It seems like you have to work together to get over certain obstacles. It's also a plat- you know, an action platformer and everything. It's kind of a different... It's not kind of. It's a different art style when it comes to Disney and Mickey games and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. What did you think of this? I mean... At this point, it was probably <laughs> the third best game. At this point, it's probably the coolest thing. Oh, well, at this point, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Dead Cells looks cool, but I'm like, I, I'm not going to play it. But this at least looks interesting. And obviously, uh, Castle of Illusion, we go way back yep. with. Um, it was the first Genesis game we ever played. Babysitter Nicole. Babysitter. Yeah, Nicole. Nicole. I was going to say Mandy, but you're right. It was Nicole. Um, I don't know. Looks cool. It looks really cool. Um, I don't know if that's coming out. I assume that's going to come out on PlayStation and Xbox as well, but I don't have that here. 
Uh, Fire Emblem Engage Expansion Pass Wave 2 is out right now. Harmony, The Fall of Reverie is coming out in June. It's some kind of, it looks like it was like a uh, visual novel, whatever, graphic novel, visual, what the hell is it called? Danganronpa. What, what are those things called? I have no idea. I know what you're talking about, but I don't Playable know. Playable graphic visual novels. I don't know what the hell they're. I, there, there's a thing that I can't think of, and that's the thing. Uh, Octopath Traveler 2 got a new uh, trailer, and the demo's out now. Again, I want... We already talked about this. I want to love this game. I want to play this game. I'm not good enough to play this game. But God, it's, it's again, one of the most beautiful, beautiful games ever. Sea of Stars, as we talked about, the demo's out now. Release date was confirmed for August 29th. Also coming to PlayStation, PC, Xbox. Also, is it coming out on everything? I assume. I assume so. Um, but it's crazy because originally this game was supposed to come out, they said holiday 22, and now it's August of 23. And that could get delayed again. Mm, yeah. And then as Sean alluded to earlier, we got We Love Katamari Reroll plus Royal Reverie. Also, how many reveries do we have? <laughs> oh, the Fall of Reverie. So there's one Fall of Reverie and one Royal Reverie. Um, <laughs> when I was watching this, like, again, I didn't watch it live, so I skipped through a lot of the stuff I didn't care about. But when it got to this, I was like, I'm going to skip, but what the F? Katamari is something that Katamari Damacy is something that people love. I don't even know what it is, but people love it. This game is just like something I feel like you and I could have made in like unity with like a week to make a game. It's like, you're just, you roll and then you turn into, you're basically like a figuratively, you're a snowball that just gathers stuff up. It's like donut County, but instead of a raccoon with a hole that stuff falls in and the hole gets bigger, you're just like a boulder that runs over stuff and it gets bigger. Did you see this? Am I, I missing something? I saw it. Now, I don't know if this is my mind playing tricks on me, but when I saw it, I kind of thought that is what Katamari has always been. I have no idea. It might be, or... I, I, I thought it was it an RPG. It just tricked me into being like, oh, it's another one of these, but I, I, I could not care less. I thought it was an RPG. Maybe it is. Um, people were excited for this announcement. I've never heard of this, but Etrion Odyssey Origins Collection is coming out June 1st. Um, RPGs and stuff. Uh, Advance Wars 1 and 2 Reboot Camp is finally coming out April 21st. So this game was supposed to come out April of last year, and then the Ukraine war happened, and they said, we're going to delay it indefinitely. They, they didn't cancel it, but we knew it wasn't going to come out anytime soon because the devs are based in Ukraine, I'm pretty sure. Um, so now about a year later, it's finally going to come out. People love these Advance Wars games. Um, from what I know, I think they're tactics kind of RPG-ish games. Um, obviously, it's not for me, but I'm happy this game's finally coming out because people are really happy or really excited for this game. Then we got a trailer for Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe Magalore Epilogue. And I was like, wait, I missed the whole... I must have blinked when they said the epilogue thing. I was like... I was confused, too. I'm like, wait, so you don't even play as Kirby in this game? I thought we already saw a trailer for this. I was very confused, too, yeah. So this is something extra that they've added to Return to Dreamland that's going to be part of this release. And I think it's just included. I don't know if it's there at launch. I can't remember. Um, But you do also have a demo for this. Oh, that's a demo I should download. There's something about this game I'm like, I don't want to play Kirby. You drafted this, right? Yes. Yeah. I don't want to play Kirby in the Forgotten Land. I, again, 3D platformers, they're not like Mario doesn't work. It's, Odyssey was fine. It was just Kirby 
2D Kirby is awesome. It's so stupid and so fun and so childish that, and childish, I don't mean like Sausage Party, whatever that movie was. I don't know how that just popped in. <laughs> but I mean childish, like it's made for kids, but it's still a good game. And like, this looks really good. And I like that they're adding something new to it as well. I think that's great for a re-release, but yeah. Then we get to the heavy hitters. Game Boy is finally, after all the leaks and rumors and everything, Game Boy is on Switch Online, the base. At launch, you can play Tetris. By the way, the fact that they got Tetris on this blows my mind because I don't even know who made that original Tetris game for Game Boy and who published it and everything. Some people were saying that EA owns the rights to Tetris games, but then there's also like a Tetris holding company with another Tetris company. Hmm. And also... Tetris has multiplayer online. I can play you like you used to play with the the, the game the link thing. Cable, yeah. Now I can play you on Switch Online. Oh, that's cool. I don't even know how they like reverse engineered that, but they did. Uh, Super Mario Land Two. I have a thought. Mario Mondays. Do we bring it back for Super Mario Land Two? I've only played this game for like five or ten minutes in my life. So after I played. Sea of Stars demo. James! Like, well, I got my Switch out. Sup, nerds? I can start. Katamari has always been like that. Thank you, John. Okay, so I, I thought it was an RPG. I have okay, no idea. So I'm not crazy. Um, let's see what's going on in the Switch. I'm like, oh yeah, there's Game Boy now. Uh, let me play it. Um, I'm not going to play Tetris. Oh, Mario Land 2. All right, let's check that out. Looks beautiful. It looks like a more modern platformer Blue. i mean modern at the time back then yeah but then you start playing it and you're like this is very much a game boy game i'm sure it is very impressive for game boy on a two inch screen but i yeah. think if you played it for 10 minutes you'd be like oh, we don't need to do it. i mean okay you can try it out and maybe it gets really good maybe there's some kind of weird <clears throat> gameplay element that i just didn't get to I think after 10 minutes, you'd be like, nah, we're good. I think the game has just always fascinated me because... And just compared to Mario Land 1. That's like, what I'm saying. The, the the sprites in this game are like, how did they... And again, it was just green It's and a black bigger originally. jump than like Mario 1 to Mario 3. Like yeah. it's... Yeah. It almost... The sprites are almost better than Mario 3. You know? I mean, without yeah. color and everything. But like still, it it, uh, it amazes me. Yeah. Um, so now we've talked about two of the games so far, so I'm going to keep going. Uh, Link's Awakening DX. So, no, I'm just kidding. Gargoyle's oh. Quest. Oh. What? What? I mean, mm. Zelda. Gargoyle's <laughs> Quest. <laughs> what? I just had a flashback. What? What did I do? <laughs> I almost want to say it was that shirt, because I just had <laughs> I had a flashback. that one time on the podcast okay we've got oh, a new God. YouTube short Sean.exe has crashed I had a flashback to that time when you and I were talking and all of a sudden I just oh my god I don't know what's happening I gotta pee so if you need a break we can take a break all of a sudden I looked down Oh, yeah, my stomach was out. <laughs> I think I jumped up for some reason. And I sat down and it was just like. <sighs> I think you were wearing that shirt. 
I just had a flashback. If I can find that, <laughs> that'll be a short. Whatever can embarrass Kevin will turn it into a short. Oh, God. Oh, I haven't lost it. Like that in a while. Wow. You're tired, aren't you? <laughs> I am kind of tired. <laughs> All right. Gargoyles Quest. <laughs> Game & Watch Gallery 3. Sean. Yeah. Do you remember Alone in the Dark, the new nightmare? <laughs> How did they make an Alone in the Dark game for Game Boy? And also, why the hell put it on this? I have no idea. I don't know how they decide the games to put on these stupid things. Uh, Metroid 2, Wario Land 3, and Kirby's Dream Land. Classic game. So coming in the future, obviously more than this, but all they've announced so far is the Zelda Oracle games, which please give us remakes of those. Uh, The original Pokemon game and Kirby Tilt and Tumble. Also, with Game Boy and Switch Online, you do get original Game Boy, Game Boy Pocket, and Game Boy Color filters for the games. Then, they dropped the bomb that I was hoping for, but I was hoping for a little bit more. Game Boy Advance is now available on Switch Online, the expansion pass. The first games that are available are Super Mario Advance 4, which is Super Mario 3, with the e-reader levels. Now, I knew this was a thing, but... I didn't know how big a thing it was until I was listening to Game Scoop when I was grocery shopping this weekend. And they were like, this is the coolest thing Nintendo has maybe ever done. Because the the e-reader, they, they were saying that the e-reader levels that you could get back then, they're almost like crazy, not like Kaizo stuff, but they're Mario Maker kind of levels that you just, they just added to Super Mario 3 and you've got all these extra levels and everything. But you had to get certain cards and you had to have the e-reader attachment and everything and now they're throwing it all into this release on the expansion pass. Hmm. So I'm very excited for that. It's finally going to make me get the expansion pass, I think. But I'm going to wait till some of these others come out. Also, WarioWare Inc. Kuru, Kuru, Kuru Runin. What? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know that I've ever actually played them. And I don't even know it's Game Boy Advance, so it might only be single player. If you do get this, WarioWare might be a fun let's play. Oh, yeah. Because all these like little micro games and like I think that could make it funny. I let's assume play. that's got local co op. I would think so. But I don't even know for all I know, WarioWare no, I mean, well, maybe yeah, it's it was got one a, player. Yeah, I don't know. But I think that could be fun. James, let us know. I know you've got the answer. Uh Mario Kart Super Circuit. Did you have this on your GBA? Mm-mm. It looks really good. The, the The GBA is amazing. Like, that yeah. system is so cool. Uh, Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga and Zelda, the Minish Cap. Again, I love Minish Cap. Played it on a ROM. Don't care. But I got to the final dungeon, and whenever I'd go through this one door, the ROM I was using would crash. So I never beat the game. I had to just watch the end on YouTube, and that has always haunted me. Haunted, haunted me. And... When I get the expansion pass, I'm going to play through this again, and I'm going to beat it. Legally. So, before I played Prime, mm-hmm. I got... Uh, WarioWare is not his thing. Oh, well, okay. After I played Mario Land 2, I looked into the expansion pass, and I'm like, uh, should I do it? I've got the family thing for me and Daniel. We can but split it's like it three ways. But it's an extra twenty bucks for single player. I mean, for one person. No, it's thirty bucks. It's twenty. Well, it's or like 50. forty, I think. It's twenty or fifty, I think, for one person. 
I think it's more than 20. I think it was like $40 for the year. For Switch Online? For the expansion pass. No, 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 no. I know, but I thought oh. the regular Switch Online was just 20 bucks. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I've already paid. got that. But yeah. what I'm saying okay. is if I wanted to add the expansion pass, it's like an extra like $40 for the year or something. I thought it was 30 but I don't know. Maybe it's like 30 something and then, ta- I don't know. Right. But I feel like it was right around 40 And I'm like, I can just get Prime and probably have a lot more fun. So I didn't end up doing the expansion pass and then I bought Prime instead. But I'm tempted. But like, the Fusion is a great game. I've already played it multiple times. Minish Cap, great game. I think I've only actually played through it once. Wow. But like, I would do it more for Game Boy Advance. Like, I don't care about Genesis. I don't care about N64 at least with the games they have available for it. So Game Boy Advance is the first one that kind of almost got me to do it, but I'm still like, almost just out of principle, I'm like, I can't do it. I cannot believe they're charging that much just to play these games. Genesis game. I mean, I know it's more than Genesis games, but Genesis games that came out like 30 years ago, Oh, $40 a year if you want to play those. Like, give me a break. $40 extra on top of what you're already paying for Switch Online. Well, but you could also say friggin' PlayStation is like, give us $120 a year and you can play two PS1 games and the PS3 games, you have to stream them. You can't download them. I guess, yeah. So yeah, coming in the future, Metroid Fusion. my, My thing is, how do you not, and this leads into the next announcement, which we've already talked about, how is Fusion and Zero Mission not there? Yeah, those one, things should both at least always... They should bend there from the get, go. I was going to say <laughs> jump, and then I was like thinking get, go, and I stopped. They should have been there from the get, go. So Metroid Fusion's coming Yeah, no mention of Zero Mission. Right. Like, Kirby and the Amazing Mirror, Fire Emblem, the original, F-Zero, Maximum Velocity, Velocity, and some other games. Um, I don't know how you don't have one of those two games there at the jump. But the I fact that you it. don't even mention Zero Mission, like, yeah, what, why? Clear. I mean, it has to be coming. But like, why not? I don't know. That's Unless weird. they're remaking that, I don't know. Um, and then the next announcement was another Megaton dropped, which is Metroid Prime Remastered, as we've already talked about. It's out now. Dual stick controls. There's a physical edition coming out February 22nd. We've said all we need to say about that. Night, John. Uh, Raincoat, now we go back to sleep. Raincoat is out June 30th. Batons, or Batons, Kaitos, 1 and 2, HD remasters coming out this summer. Fantasy Life I, The Girl Who Steals Time, is coming out this year. Professor Layton is getting a new game. It's called New What? Uh, no, that's four games in a row that I put into that category. That category. Right. Raincoat, Batons, Kaitos, 1 plus 2, Fantasy Life, I, The Girl Who Steals Time, Professor Layton, New World of State. Like, what? But Professor Layton what is at least something these? you've heard of Professor Layton. I've heard of it. I don't right. know what it is. It's, it's, like a, it's, like, it's like Ace Attorney and all that. I feel like that's all that comes out on the Switch. Pretty much. And then Mario Kart 8, Wave 4 DLC is coming this spring. And then we end with the Zelda Tears of the Kingdom trailer. Still coming out May 12th. No delay. I will say this. For all the shit that I've talked about Breath of the Wild, every day that goes by, I don't know what's happening. I get more and more excited for this game. I don't know if it's because it seems like it's the first Zelda game that actually has... I, no, that's 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 wrong. Sorry. It looks like it's setting up to be possibly the best story ever told in a Zelda game. You've got dehydrated Ganon. 
that looks like he's beef jerk uh, Ganondorf that looks like he's beef jerky underneath the ground and you've got all this stuff with the malice and everything there's new enemies the the one thing you can make cars now which somebody was saying it's like they saw people just making their own vehicles and flying across the map they're like why don't we just let them actually make vehicles instead of just magnesising all this stuff together and then you go flying on a balloon whatever um the only thing there, there's something that's weird about this game though still as much as my hype is going up there is something about this game that's so weird. Breath of the Wild came out March 3rd, 2017. In June of 2016, Nintendo's whole E3 was Breath of the Wild. And then like, oh yeah, and we're doing Samus Returns or Return of Samus, whatever the remake was called. I can't remember. But they had like hours and hours of Nintendo Treehouse live coverage to just showing you playing the game. And we are still like, we are seeing gameplay. I'm not saying we're not seeing gameplay. But what I still can't believe we haven't seen after six years of development and this game coming out in three months, less than three months now, we have not just seen someone playing the game with the hearts and your all the HUD and you hit pause and you look at the map. Like we have not seen any of that. And I don't, I don't understand why. It's either because the game is the same as breath of the wild or it's completely different and they don't want to give it away i don't know i assume the breakable weapons are back in this the master sword there's some shots so where uh, it's it's you know it's the i mean they did the artwork and everything but every time you see link with a weapon that's not like the big you know he pulls out the thing and he shoots a cannonball a well blue cannonball what i was gonna thing. say i haven't paid that close of attention and i haven't gone back to watch and look at i haven't seen like zeltix videos or anything yeah. but like I don't. I am one hundred percent expecting breakable weapons to be back. If they're not, I'll be pleasantly surprised. But I just kind of assume they're going to be back. But in none of these trailers do I remember seeing him use like a stick or like. That's what I'm saying. But like, you never see it? like. A million different like he's just got like a sword maybe a couple different sword but like everything's right. a sword at least it's not like random and i'm trying to not get my hopes up yeah so i don't know and i just i don't know what this overworld i mean sky world is gonna be like is it just like if this table is the breath of the wild map is there just like eh, there's something over here a couple things over there couple things or like or is it like the sky is as big as the ground like well and also going to be twice what breath of the wild was like i just one of the things zeltic picked up on is that one of those shots when he does that flip thing where he does the the blue cannonball like i was saying that's underground in a cave and then you see he zoomed in on some of the shots and stuff you can see cave entrances in the overworld now like i don't know if those are going to be dungeons or what but it's like I'm not saying they're going like Elden Ring with a whole hidden city under the entire freaking map, you know, Nocturne City or whatever the hell it was called. Um, Nocrin, that's what it was, I think. I don't know, who cares? But there, there's, uh, God. Also, he thinks that, so if you look at the, you know, the logo thing behind the Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, it's like a dragon that's eating itself at both ends. And that's something in Japanese mythology and stuff. I can't remember what it is. 
but that coupled with there, there's a point when I watched the trailer, I was just like, oh, that's Zelda, where you see a woman and you don't see her face ever, and she's in white and all this and everything. Zelda is Hylia, the original Hylia, reincarnated over time. He's thinking, and I kind of think it makes sense that this is almost like the beginning of Zelda and the end of Zelda. Not, I mean, they're going to keep making games, but that this is the beginning of the timeline when Hylia became Zelda or whatever in Skyward Sword. And then it's almost like a time loop or something with, with the whole, the dragons eating itself. And there, there's these etches in the, yeah, obviously you can tell I've gone, I've gone down the rabbit holes with this. Um, but I'm getting really excited for this. And I, I'm not really excited. I'm looking forward to it. It's other than spirit tracks and phantom hourglass, because I didn't even have a DS. Yeah. This is the least excited that I've been for a new Zelda game, maybe ever. Now, that being said, it is still a Zelda game. I'm sure I'm going to enjoy it. I don't hate Breath of the Wild by any means. I kind of hate what they did to my My Zelda. Uh, They massacred my boy. Um, And when we did our most uh yeah i think this was like seven or eight for me it was five but like if i could redo that now it probably would have gone up i I don't remember what my other numbers were but this was this might have gone up a couple i mean for me in in this trailer i kind of breathed a sigh of relief because it didn't the date hasn't changed i'm like okay at least there's that but like nothing i saw raised my hype level but nothing i saw took it down there's nothing i saw that i'm like oh god that you know there's a lot of stuff that i want to happen in this game that i've just kind of already written off as it's not gonna happen we're not gonna just have a few weapons that you just don't need to worry about breaking after you hit something 17 times we're not going back to regular dungeons it's still the same map but with stuff in the sky like i know all this and i'm just like i don't really like any of that but i've kind of accepted it and i'm trying to to just yeah so yeah i don't know i'm looking forward to it but not nearly as much as i should for a new zelda game yeah but we'll see i mean but it's also maybe i'll be pleasantly surprised the the thing for this is like i still wonder and i think this is going to tell us one way or the other what does Zelda mean going forward? Like Breath of the Wild, whether you love it or you hate it, it is not a typical Zelda game, no matter if you're looking at 2D, 3D, whatever. And I know that was the whole point of it, but it's like, I still like, regardless of the weapons and all that, you can do, you can still have an open world Zelda game. Uh, Okay. Stupid comparison, but Link Between Worlds did this. Like, it's open world, it's 2D, but it's open world. You can tackle any dungeon you want in any order you want. Just go and rent your items, do whatever. People have their thoughts about renting the items. I didn't have a problem with it, whatever. There's a billion rupees in that game. But like, I still like to have, you can do like a choose your own adventure thing where you don't have to get, you know, the ladder in the third dungeon to get to the fourth dungeon, which gives you a raft so you can get to the fifth dungeon. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to do that. You can yeah. do what Breath of the Wild was doing, but still make it feel like more like, <clears throat> quote unquote, typical Zelda, but like maybe typical Zelda is not a thing anymore. 
Does this make any sense what I'm saying? No, it does. And I think as different as they were, Ocarina, Majora, Twilight, um, Wind Waker. Wind Waker, Skyward. I think that's pretty much all of them. All, I'm not saying they were all the same game, but they all had the same... They were all very much Zelda games. <clears throat> right. They followed kind of the same formula. Different graphic styles, whatever, okay. Day, night, future, past, day one, day two, day three. They all have their own things, but like they followed a very similar format. Breath of the Wild destroyed that mold. And I think this is the new mold going forward. I'm not saying that we will always have breakable weapons. Like, but I think this is just what Zelda is now. And I hope they don't just completely abandon 2D, not even 2D, but top-down Zelda games. Yeah. Leave if you want to leave those to be more old school style, I'm fine with that. Yeah, you can have your 3D Zeldas, I'll still play them, but I'm probably going to look more forward to the 2D games if that's the way you go. I would be totally fine with that, I and I'm want, hoping that's maybe what they do. I don't want Zelda games to take six years to make that too. Like yeah. Skyward Sword was 2010 or 2011, I forget, I think 2010. no it was earlier than that I thought I don't think so Twilight Princess was 05 Skyward was 10 Link Between Worlds was 13 I would have thought Skyward was like 07 or 08 or something I don't know James can definitely tell me I would think but like then Link Between Worlds 2013 Breath of Wild 2017 and now we're going all the way to 2023 I know we got the Skyward Sword re-release whatever but even in those years back then like between like Wind Waker and uh, no, twenty eleven, yeah. Between Wind Waker and whatchamacallit, um, Twilight, you still had the the Four Swords Adventures and those games. Like you still had games even after uh, wrong, 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 wrong. <laughs> I don't know what I'm wrong about, James. <laughs> Everything. But even after like, you even had after Link Between Worlds, you had the stupid Triforce Heroes thing, which was Link Between Worlds but multiplayer. Like you still had stuff, but now it's like. I, I don't want Zelda games to come out every six years. Especially when you're recycling the majority of the map. Right. As far as we know from the previous one. Like there would be like Spider-Man 2 coming out and still being New York City, but you can also go to Staten Island and it took six years to add like what? Right. I don't know. We'll see. Also the game's seventy dollars, and I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. Like Breath of the Wild, people probably should have paid 100 bucks for that game. No matter what you think about it, yeah. for everything that they put into that on like a 4-gig cart, I don't know how. Also, this is the biggest Nintendo game ever made, 18 gigs. That's hilarious. What Call of Duty is like 225 like, yeah. gigs. Um, but yeah, 70 bucks. You want good games? You want big games? You have to pay for games. 70 bucks is not a big deal. Yeah. If it if it is a big deal, you should not be. I don't know what that noise was. You should not be playing video games. Yeah, just don't buy it. If it's too much, don't buy it. All right. What would you say overall? Damn it! I'm sorry. Overall on the direct. Well, and so that's why I told you. You. I thought it was okay, like yeah. a seven out of ten. Zelda. It was cool to see more of the game. It didn't really. It didn't 
change my mind on anything. I can't imagine it changed anybody. Like, it is what it is. It's just, hey, here's a little bit more of what's coming. Yeah. Okay. Prime was a pleasant surprise. And like you said, high highs and low lows. I mean, Prime was cool. I like that they finally added GBA, but you had to pay extra for it. Like, there's some cool things, but 90% of it, as far as I'm concerned, was just garbage, in my opinion. I'm sure a lot of people like some of that stuff, but I'm like, I don't care, I don't care, I don't care, I don't care. Nice! I don't care, I don't care, I don't care. So, it was fine overall. I liked the Disney Illusion, whatever that game was called, the the platformer game, Illusion Island, whatever. Still didn't see any Silk Song. Like I thought, maybe we would. No Mario. I Odyssey also thought too, like we said I thought we'd get Prime Four Mario Baseball. That's supposedly uh, coming. I'm like, oh, we'll probably see that here. Nope. So I don't know. But I like the Disney game. I like the Game Boy and GBA are there. Prime remastered, obviously that's huge, and I really like the Zelda trailer. But again, I just—I also I would have bet my, once I saw Prime, I'm like, it's like they're gonna—they're gonna end Prime this Four. with one more thing. Also, Prime Force, like it's still just coming. Tell us we that didn't it's coming. It. Yeah. Like they didn't even mention it, so I thought that was odd. But I just want, and I think we're gonna get in the next maybe a month, month and a half, we're gonna get some kind of a twenty-minute direct that is all just breath or Tears of the Kingdom gameplay. I would think so, but I'm starting to think it's just simulation. James thinks you would like Pikmin. I played three, maybe? I played some Pikmin. Three was Wii U, I think. Why did I play it? Maybe it was a demo. Was there a demo for four, like a year or something ago? No, it just got announced not that long ago, I think. What Pikmin? I played some Pikmin at James's behest. That's certainly nothing I paid for. But I don't know where or why or how I would have played it, but I played some Pikmin game, and I'm like, you got to find the little things, and you you get more me it's of them. Like an RTS kind of. Yeah, you get once you get so many of them, you can. Hey, now I can uh, knock that tree over or push that boulder out of the way to get through the next thing. I don't know. It's it seems like it could make a cool like mobile game or something, but like it doesn't seem to me. It doesn't seem like a full-on console triple-a game yeah to me but I, oh, a also, lot of people love it also speaking of the 70 bucks nintendo has said that's not like yeah the first party price case by case basis. case by case basis as it should be a zelda game should be more because zelda's awesome that's it for the direct i would give it like a b minus to a b i think it was just like the highs were super high but the lows were lower than low like yeah the lowest of the low Canadian band, I think. All right, Sean, next up, we got some Switch sales updates, and these last two updates are going to go quickly here. Uh, The Switch has now sold 122.55 million units, that stinky little Switch. (laughs) It has now surpassed the PS4, which is currently sitting reportedly at 117.2 million, as well as the Game Boy. PS4 cannot catch back up to the Switch. There's no chance. Yeah. Um, it's now the third best-selling console ever. Next up is the DS, and then the PS2 at 150 million or 151. I forget. I don't think it gets there. The only way I think it gets there is if the next Switch isn't a Switch Two. If it's still a Switch, like the 3DS, and they the, count the sales. The 3DS and the new 3DS and the new 3DS XL, like all that counts as 3DS sales. Yeah. Um, the DS had the DS and the DS Lite and the DSi and all that. 
So I don't know how that'll end up, but the the fact that they're coming off of the Wii U, which sold twelve million, <laughs> like and they've sold ten times that. It's on the insane, Switch. and it's just. Uh, I'm so happy for Nintendo. Also, they gave all their employees a 10% raise, even though their profits yep. are down. Wow, America, where are you at? Um, so the Switch sold eight point eight, basically eight and a quarter million units in quarter three. When it comes to software in quarter three, this makes my head hurt. Basically, in six weeks, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet sold 20.6 million copies. This is the most broken ass Nintendo game ever. Nobody cares. Twenty it, it's million. Pokemon. They put out a Pokemon game every year, or two Pokemon games every year. Why? They're the same game over and over and over again. I don't get it. This comes from the guy who got it for his kid, you know, for his eight-year-old for Christmas, <laughs> you know, or Santa did. I don't know, but he ended up with it. I can't remember who got it for him. This like, game? Yeah. Uh, Scarlet, not Violet, because that's supposed to be... If you're going to get one, that's a better one. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Splatoon 3 has now sold 10.1 million copies in Q3. Switch Sports, 8.6 million. For a bare-bones Wii crazy. Sports successor, that's crazy. Kirby in the Forgotten Land, 6.1 million. You, you crap out a basic-ass Kirby 3D platformer, and it sells 6 million copies. Because it's on the Switch. It's insane. Yeah. Xenoblade 3, 1.8 million. Bayonetta 3. I'm surprised that only sold 1.04 million copies. Yeah. Um, Bayonetta 3, I thought it would be up there with it, at least what Kirby did. Um, yeah, I figured 4 or 5 million. Yeah, if not even higher. But uh, anything you want to add on those sales updates for the Switch and the Switch software? I mean, they're they're impressive. Good for them. I do wonder how crazy Tears of the Kingdom is going to be. Like, obviously, Breath of the Wild is easily the best-selling Zelda game ever. It's not even close. What did that end up at? I don't even know. 50-something million, I think. Good Lord. So I just wonder, like, I wonder what Tears of the Kingdom is going to do. But also, when it's coming out at what we think is the end of the life cycle for the Switch, as we know it, I just, I don't know. And last but not least, we got NPD results just today for January. PS5 was the best-selling console in the U.S. in both units sold and dollars sold. Congrats. Obviously, they are flooding the market. Market. I don't know what that word was. As they thought they would. The U.K. sales in January doubled what their sales were in 2022. And also in Japan, uh, the PS5 saw its biggest sales week since the launch week of the PS5. So they're going all out. Um... I still, I wish I knew how many Xboxes were out there, but they don't say because they're losing. Like when it was the 360, they're like, we sold a bajillion. Yeah. Now they're like, no, we don't, we don't want to talk about that. Uh, when it comes to software in January, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 came in at number one, which made me sad, but number two made me happy. Dead Space, only being on sale for four days in January, it hit number two. That's awesome. Number three, Madden 23. Number four, FIFA 23. Number five, Fire Emblem Engage. I like the Dead Space. Well, okay, so Fire Emblem is kind of a niche game. It's the the strategy RPG. But I just, because it's a first party Nintendo thing, I'm like, it's going to sell 10 million copies in a month. Yeah. But the fact that Dead Space beat that, even though it's out on 
you know, PC, Xbox, PlayStation, obviously. I, I still thought that was cool. Elden Ring, number six. Interesting. For Spoken, tricked a lot of people. It came in at number seven. I don't know how. I feel bad. Like, if you like the game, fine, whatever. But, like, anybody that, like, there's a demo out there, and I'm so glad there was, but they they made a big mistake. Yeah. I mean, maybe not. It came in at number seven, but that game's not good. God of War Ragnarok at number eight. One Piece Odyssey, the new RPG, comes in at number nine. And ten, Pokemon, Scarlet, and Violet. Uh, one interesting note, because I usually only talk about the top 10 on here. Number 11 was The Last of Us Part 1, which is up from number 36 in December because the show is awesome. Good for them. I wonder when we get Part 2 on PS5. Hmm. It seems like that'd be pretty easy to do. I feel like if I just played on my PS5, it'll run. It'll better. look, yeah. I don't know. Now it's time for the wrap-up, Sean. CMA in the UK has stated that the MSABK acquisition would result in less competition, higher prices, fewer choices, and less innovation. (sighs) They said one of the remedies to get this deal to go through could be if they wanted to sell off Call of Duty or Activision. What are they buying then? What are you talking about? Overwatch. Again, at this point, I'm like, "Just, just put it through. I'm so sick of this crap, yeah. but I feel like I got to talk about it. Also, Bobby Kotick has accused Sony of, quote, trying to sabotage the acquisition. Sabotage. And he said that if also, if the deal does not go through, he will absolutely remain the CEO of Activision. Good luck. <laughs> GTA 5 has now sold 175 million copies. Red Dead Redemption 2, up to 50 million copies. I'm one of them. I'm sorry, Derek. I don't think I'm ever going to go back to it. 175 million. What is GTA 6 going to do? Like, we got to think it's at least two years away, right? It's got to be 25, I would assume. I think it's next year. If not 26. Really? I think it's next year. I just wonder, and again, it comes down to what they do with GTA Online. Like, if, if they just move it, or if they launch a new... Oh, God, I can't, I can't wait. Uh, apparently it was confirmed by Activision speaking of them on a financial call that Call of Duty will get a quote full premium release for 2023 now a lot of the rumors had said that Call of Duty was going to skip this year and they were going to just update Warzone do DLC for Modern Warfare 2 and everything and when I read this I'm kind of like if they did a big DLC for Modern Warfare 2 you could almost say that that was a full premium release or a full premium release could be like season four of Modern Warfare 2, you know, of Warzone Yeah, why 2. not just say a, a new standalone? Yeah, like, I don't know. I don't put too much into that. Yeah, I feel like Schreier's been all over this from the beginning. I think he was the first one to break the story that they were going to skip this year. So I, even though he's kind of a D, I, I trust him when it comes to this kind of stuff. So we will see. Dead Island 2, after a billion years, has finally gone gold. And it's also coming out one week early on April 21st. Did somebody draft this? I can't remember. Somebody did. Okay. I don't remember who. Judas, which is basically Bioshock 4, even though Bioshock 4 is also going to be a thing, uh, is going to be released before March 2025. Well, okay. So basically that means fiscal. it's coming out fiscal year 24, which is March 24 to March 25. 
Right. So it could be just a year away, but it could also be two years away. Uh, Hideo Kojima said that Death Stranding 2 or DS2, as it is currently known, quote unquote, working title, would have had to be rewritten from scratch if Elle Fanning did not accept her role that Kojima made for her. This just confirms to me who she is, right? Yeah. It has to be. But also, you're telling me you couldn't get another blonde actor uh, yeah, to play I think that role? It's not like she's Meryl Streep. She's Elle Fanning. Nothing against Elle Fanning, but like, I think you probably could have gotten away with somebody else and but what not she, missed a step. What has she done? I don't know. Okay. Like, I, I, I would say she's cute. Like, she's, I don't know, she's 20. How old is she? 20 something? I don't know. Like, she's cute and playful and everything, and you see her, like, in the middle of all the cameras and stuff doing the mocap, and she's like, ah, taking pictures like this. I'm like, looks like she's having fun. Cool. Why would you have to rewrite Death Stranding 2 if you couldn't get her to do the role? Yeah. Kojima's weird, man. I love him, but he's freaking weird. Jeff Grubb says that Sony is planning two state-of-place last showcases before E3. So one is rumored to be a smaller state of play thing with a game showcase blowout finally happening sometime before E3. If that thing doesn't blow the doors off the hinges, I'm going to be upset. Yeah. Like there needs to like, be what are we two doing? or three like bangers release or, you know, yeah. Trailers or not trailers, but announcements. announcements. Yeah. yeah. Sonic Frontiers director has said that we can, quote, look forward, end quote, to more 2D Sonic games. I can't believe... Okay, James thinks Derek got Dead Island 2. I can't believe we have not gotten a Sonic Mania 2. That game came out also like Breath of the Wild in 2017. Wow. Yeah. And also it was uh, Sonic Origins Plus has showed up on Korean rating boards, but nobody knows what it is, if they're putting more games into the Origins collection or if it's just a re-release, like a Game of the Year thing, whatever. No one gave Sonic Origins Game of the Year. I can say that <laughs> for sure. But the uh, developers of Mario Kart Home Circuit, Home Circuit are now moving on and making a Hot Wheels version of that. I will say this tech was super cool. We used it Christmas Day two years ago, whatever it was, 2020, I think. And then it just became like a toy that they just go, and we never played it again. It does seem very cool, but like when you've got dumb idiot dogs, that like I feel like it's something that you have to set up, play. Say, everybody wait. Put away. And that whole process takes long it's enough that, effort. yeah, nobody ever wants to do it again. Yep but awesome idea i mean nintendo comes out with some cool stuff and the last item on the wrap-up ea motive has confirmed that they have started working on their iron man game really started well also they do want to continue working on dead space i would hope so because man yeah man let them hire a bunch of people um that game was awesome that is the end of this episode of the two player co-op podcast on a week where we didn't have when you're sitting over there at the side like that you make it look like we're all we're all cattywampus when it comes to the framing <laughs> that's better that's, that's it for this better. episode of the two player co-op podcast it is decided um also watch the league uh that was a long episode for a week without any news um sean describing home circuit is exactly how i feel about vr yeah but now all you got to do is plug one thing in and put it on your head
PSVR one, I completely agree, James. Completely. But with VR one, yeah, hooking it up was kind of a pain. But then once it's hooked up, you just put it. Oh, you want to play? All right, grab the thing, put it on. You're good to go. That initial setup is kind of a pain. Yeah. This one will be nothing. It's plug. All right. Boom, and you're in. Put the dogs in their beds so you don't step yeah. on anything. Watch out for children. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's it for this episode. The Two Player Co-op Podcast. We'll be back next week with our impression. No, not yet. Um, we'll be back next week. But until that time, Sean, go ahead and take us out. Thank you for playing. <laughs>